Heart. You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. What is heart? Heart is running through a return man when the game is on the line. Heart is giving everything you have in practice, day after day. Heart is finding the strength to run down the field one more time when you can barely breathe. The heart in me pumps Husker Red. Hard to believe our second bye week is already here. Yeah, and I'm not even happy about a bye week again. Fucking sucks. You are happy or you're not happy? I'm not happy. I think bye weeks are rank right up there with like, I don't know. Kissing having, your sister. Having to get a shot for a venereal disease or something, you know. Hoss, you getting many You know what I'm going to do for my bye week? What are you going to do? I'm going to go shoot the Minnesota-Penn State game. You might want to find a different word for that. Well, I know, but that's that's you know what I mean. I know. I just enjoy. I just enjoy bringing that up every time, John. It's irritating, motherfucker. I'm a very irritating person. You are. I know. And I'm. You know what amazed me? You know what amazed me is that I felt bad about yelling at you last week, and then some fucking guy on Twitter goes, "I love this," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I got really angry at you. Because you had different opinions than I did, and that's where we're at. And I you know, here's the thing, though: we're both angry about the same thing. We well, just arrive there with different conclusions. We should just go ahead and start, Greg, you fucker. Yeah, Greg, you missed some really gold content there. First, of yeah, all, what are you doing? First of all, welcome to the Five Heart Podcast. Uh, <laughs> my name is Greg Mahachko, and uh, oh, all the other. You know, things I need to say. Uh, the Five Heart Podcast brought to you by Coronation.com uh, and uh, a legacy member of the Jitter Monkey Podcast family and, of course, proudly associated with the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am Greg Mahochko, joined by the other two legs of the tripod, Haas Reuter, John Dam Johnston. Guys, I'm offended that you would think that I don't start rolling sound before I ever call you. Well, I mean, he, he, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm stammering because I truly do not know the answer to that. I, I made I it a point. I pills to make my dick work. <laughs> That's why. Um, you just never, I, I made a point. So, so do you have just like reels and reels of outtakes of like, like blackmail material for us, basically? No, uh, I'm not that mean. Uh, whatever I don't use for the show goes into the trash bin, and uh, you know what's you, you know what's neat about being fifty seven years old and like being dead once and fucking shit like that. The fact you that we all care. thought you were eighty seven. You just you after you just don't fucking care. You don't. No, you blackmail me. What are you gonna blackmail with me? You, what are you gonna use? I made it a point, uh, Hoss. When we started bringing John on as a regular, and of course now he's part of the show, um, I this is you know a peek behind the curtain for all the listeners. I would always call Hoss first, and then you know we'd chit chat for a couple minutes about life and whatnot, and then we bring John in. But we before I called John, I was always recording because you never know what kind of greeting you're going to get from John. A lot of times it's "What do you want?" or it's "Hey fucker," you know things like that. So I, I just. I wanted to be prepared. Okay. I, I I appreciate and applaud your preparation. Thank you. 
<clears throat> so. So, do we really have to talk about what we all witnessed on Saturday? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Let's find <laughs> Why? It's Purdue. God, why? That's why we get paid the big bucks. God, why have you? God, why have you forsaken us? It's getting close to that. The, yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, let's. You know, I'm. I'm. Here's the thing. They. I always wanted. You know, life is about finding your place in the world. And I'm already gonna. I'm already just. Right three minutes into this, I'm getting philosophical. Life is about finding your place in the world, okay? Michael W. And, Smith and, is going to charge and, you five cents, just so you know. What? Do you, what? I don't know. That, that one probably uh, flies under your radar. Michael W. Smith, uh, it was a uh, Christian singer. I don't know if he's still active, but he had a song called My Place in This World. I've so. seen him in concert. Well, there you go. So you probably have heard the song. Probably, but you, I was starting a rant, and you fucked it up. Continue. Yeah, you can. You can. God damn it! Now I can't. I can't just like go back to that. <laughs> oh, Wait a minute. Hmm. 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 One of the hardest things in life. One of the hardest things in life is understanding where your place in the world is, right? And it's it's it's. It's uh, since we already started on religion. I'm just going to say this: there's a really hard part of your lives that that uh, discovering where you want to be versus where God wants you to be. Yes, this is the Jesus broadcast of the corn <laughs> nation, whatever the fuck we are. But wow. um, I don't know if you can use those two words, Jesus and fuck, in one sentence. Can you? We can, you know, one of the things about having Jesus Christ as your personal savior is you need to establish a relationship with Christ. And believe me, my relationship with Christ involves shit tons of swearing. And I think that Christ could handle that, especially this season. He would look down on me and he goes, you're not swearing enough, John. Anyway, but I realize there's people that might find that offensive, but I don't understand that because they're just words. They're just words. Okay? I mean, I, I'm. Th- this is the show that a week ago, and I know that people caught this because I got messages uh, when we were talking about Nazi Germany, and I said, oh, mistakes were made. Uh, so hopefully people <laughs> take everything we say with a grain of salt and know that, you know, we're out to entertain. I did. I got yes. messages. And by the way, the people understood the context of it. It's not like I got, you know, hate mail. Uh, you know, you know, for. If we're going to continue on with the biblical references, though, as a Husker fan, I'm starting to feel like, you know, Job from the Bible. Job. 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 I knew Job. it. I, I was telling myself <laughs> in my head, I go, there's an Job, not Job. And the other word came out. I'm a moron. Just ignore it. Um, no. Feels like, uh, feels like whatever cruel twists of fate can come my way, our way as Husker fans, we're going to get them. And to parlay that biblical reference with a, a wrestling uh, reference, the Huskers did do the job this past Saturday against Purdue, uh, losing that one 31-27 to to the Boilermakers. Um, do you guys... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a ridiculous question. 
course, Huskers are four and five on the season. Still an outside shot at a bowl, you know, the, the, depending on how these next uh, last three games go. But do you guys take solace or any relief in the fact that, hey, of the five losses, three of them have come by a combined 14 points? No. No. All right. No. Just asking. If this was year one, yeah. I mean, right now we're just reaching, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're in the bargaining stage. (laughs) When I mention I take pills to make my dick work. (laughs) (laughs) Probably got some of that blue chew, huh? Hey, just remember, folks, it's a chewable, so uh, it'll work faster. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And uh, they'll ship discreetly to your home at uh, Bluetooth. Can we talk about this for a minute? What, Bluetooth? <laughs> yeah. I just want to say that there's no there's no embarrassment in having to take a pill to, you know, get things going. To romance. There's no embarrassment in that. You get older, things happen in your life, like you die for a fucking while, and your brain gets exploded. You know, there's a lot of shit that happens in people's lives. There's no reason for them to, like, feel embarrassed about this. So if you're a guy that's listening to our podcast and you're feeling embarrassed about this, don't be embarrassed about it. Hey, Just you, go do it, for God's sake. As they How say. I can't believe I just said that. As they say in, in other shows that I listen to, chew it and do it, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. What other shows do you listen to? What are they doing over there? They're they're on, being dude. being paid lots of money by Blue Chew to talk about Blue Chew. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but seriously, folks, even even if you're a younger, healthier lad, I'm not. Look, my wife told me I don't need it. I, that's not to brag. Just what she said. Uh, but if you want a little added performance in the bedroom, yeah, BlueChew.com is uh, the way to go. Use the uh, promo code. Coronation, I don't think anything will happen, but good luck. <laughs> hey, we, need to go, we need to go make this real. I'm going to bug uh, our podcast uh, guy, SB Nation. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. I mean, we, we've been putting them over for a solid five minutes now, it seems. Um, I mean, if people need that to make their lives a little bit better, go for it. Hey, if the Huskers can't get it done in West Lafayette, at least you can get it done in the bedroom. But there you go. God, you're good at this. It's like you did radio <laughs> in your life or something. Uh, do we want to talk about the abomination that was? I feel like we need to. Uh, we yeah, need. we need to. Um, uh, okay, so I'll start with you, Haas. Okay. And this is going to be a tough question because this is going to be singling someone out, which is not typically what we do here on the Five Heart Podcast, but... This past Saturday, at what point would you have put in Noah Vedral? Um, probably right after halftime, when we were really struggling to get anything going. Because, I mean, through the first three possessions, Adrian is 5 of 6 for 94 yards and played a pretty good first half, but it was evident in the second half and the third quarter that we needed to make a change. And by the time, like, I was really calling for a change at the quarterback position. It was down to like that score we had with about four minutes left on the quarterback power. At that point, it was just too fucking late, you know. Um, I like Adrian Martinez. I don't think 
this, we I still so many this guy's limit for him. All right, one at a time. But, Hold on, John. Right, right now, it's just not working, and we got to find a spark to uh, get this offense where it needs to be. All right, John. What what'd you say just a moment ago? We left just. We just. We, it should have been twenty four to nothing before we even fucking they scored. Our offense should have been. We missed so many opportunities. It was just so mind boggling. Well, God. no. Let's let's talk about that because that's a great point. What a momentum swing it was uh, after Darian Daniels picked off that shuffle pass and. Went, you know, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling down to the three, and then you had to settle for a field goal because you couldn't get it yeah. in from the three. At that point, I even said on Twitter, and it got a little bit of traction uh, over at the Number 5 Heart podcast on Twitter. I said, hell, at this point, put Darian Daniels in at fullback or something, let him finish the job because he was moving farther upfield than anybody else was. Yeah, that was really bad not to – End that drive with the touchdown. Have to settle for a field goal instead. And all you did was all, all you did. I don't was, have a problem with running the shovel pass there because it's just an inverted speed option, and we were one block away from that thing being a touchdown. But the other play calls I disagreed with, and basically throughout the entire game, our red zone, high red zone inside the five yard line play calling was not very good on a situational basis. Um, there was another one in the fourth quarter that we had to settle for a field goal instead of a touchdown because we asked Wandale Robinson to block an outside linebacker that's probably got about 60 pounds on him on an RPO, you know, just shit like that. I think it's amazing. It's amazing that this team, you know, they're broken. They are a broken team. And you and I yelled at each other last week about schemes and uh, apparently people loved us yelling at each other, and I didn't like it because I felt angry. But anyway, I might have not been an sick. angry person. I try to go through life not being angry about shit, but it's really hard with this football season. Listen, this <laughs> the thing about that play, the play when he didn't make it into the end zone, and then they only had to settle for a field goal, that breaks your defense. It really does. It just... It mentally, it, it, your defense look looks on the field and they go, "We gave you the fucking ball at the three yard line, the five yard line. You couldn't fucking score a touchdown. You know what I mean?" And it just, it, it's like, like. It's What's like, even more it, maddening is how many it. times that the defense got us the ball inside Purdue territory. How many times we snapped the ball. Or began drives inside Purdue territory. What was it uh, like they eleven of fourteen drives penalty. or something? What, what was that? Was it like uh, ten or eleven uh, Nebraska possessions out of fourteen or something that that started in you know plus side? I was, think so. I mean, it was I lopsided. So. That was the stat that I heard. And then Purdue commits ten penalties. They have two turnovers. They have two punts blocked by us, and they still fucking win the game. I, you know, I mean, that is a statistical anomaly because of a lack of situational play calling, some bad schemes mixed in, um, just a team that doesn't know how to step on somebody's throat and finish them in a game, um, and just a psychological... I think we know play. how to do anything right now. 
No. Well, this is a frag. Like, I'm not saying this is a fractured team, like, in the context of what I would be saying two years ago at this time about the dying days of the Mike Riley era, calling that a fractured team. But this is a kind of a bro- broken, fractured team right now in the sense of nothing's going right. And when you're just meeting failure at every turn, failure begets failure, much like, you know, success you know, begets success. Confidence begets confidence. I want to go back and, and touch on something that John said just a few moments ago. when, And he made a good point about how the defense gets deflated when they do so much work. They, they, you know, got the, they got the turnover, they got the ball damn near at the goal line and they have to watch the offense be ineffective. And, and so that takes the energy out of your sideline. But at the same time, you look at the opposition, they, you know, were shitting themselves with their backs up against their own goal line. And they, they made a stand and held you to three points instead of seven. And all of a sudden, momentum shifts a little bit back their way and and they say well shit if they can't punch it in from the three all we got to do is let them get into the red zone every time settle for a field goal you know hyperbole being what it is and uh you know go go down and you know see if we can't get something done against their uh, defense and and you know their their quarterback uh who i guess was playing in in place of sindelar uh was not not a bad quarterback uh, you know, he did some good things. Uh, he was—he's a bum. We made him look. We made him look pretty damn good. Well, I mean, he's a bum. Okay. And you know, my God, his mother heard you right now. Hats off to Jeff Brom because he put together. He adjusted on the fly to what we were doing defensively, and he put his team in the spot to win. But. That kid wasn't Joe Montana going down the field. No, I'm it not was saying just epic clusterfuck of us stepping on our own dicks the entire way down there. And and we've had a history. There's a t-shirt for you. Hey, you won't step on it with a little blue chew. Let me tell you. Anyway, uh, we. Uh, but that word would not be step on, but stumble. Oh my god, uh, we we have a history <laughs> in recent over. years of. You know, making average players look good and good players yeah, look like world leaders. Right, play Nebraska. I mean, look at what we've done in the past for, and this is you know what terrifies me coming up in a couple of weeks. But look at what we've done in the in the past ten years for Wisconsin running backs. We've made them, yeah. you know, we're going to be Wisconsin. Oh God, John! Please, we'll, we'll no get there, more John. bath salts. We'll, we'll get there. I'm going to go get another beer. That's fine. Hoss, what are you drinking tonight? I'm not drinking anything. It's a Monday night. Oh, yeah, we should tell people. Uh, we're recording on Monday night, so any news that breaks or any you know big, exciting thing that happened, we're not going to be able to tell you about. I don't Monday. even fucking care anymore. Monday night, Tuesday night, whatever. That's fine. We'll just say... You know, I, I'll keep asking what night works best for you guys, and Hoss will say this night, and I'll just assume that John's on board. I'm thinking that I'm thinking that I'm thinking that I'm going to do one of these things where we don't we're probably not going to get to a bowl, so I'm going to do like a group party thing for a rehab center. Okay, Wait, what? <laughs> He's going to do the conference call and have everybody. 
No, I'm, I'm oh. going to go. We're all going to have a group party at a rehab center like Valley Hope or Hazelden. Betty Ford. Let me ask you yeah. a question. No is way. that where we, we should have a red out? Oh, red red out at the at the crazy house at the, at the fucking rehab center. <laughs> let, let me let me ask you this: This is not something that that I've thought about until just now because it just now you know popped in my mind. But you know, we we talk or we joke about the the sellout streak, and you know it. it perhaps being in its 11th hour if things don't turn around. But when the team is performing poorly or not up to expectations, that can't bode well for, you know, like the Ireland trip in two years, can it? I mean, they, if you're – who wants to – I mean – I don't really – I don't in this situation, so much can change in two years. Um, to answer your question, I, I'd say it's not ideal – I, mean, I think he, here's the thing. I pointed out on Slack that uh, we have a guy in Omaha who's who's a, an, an acidic. Let's call him an acidic writer who reminds people how bad they should feel about themselves. I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. And I don't live in Omaha. <clears throat> okay, I live in Minnesota, and the Star Tribune that acidic writer is Patrick Royce, and Patrick Royce has always been extremely acidic. But in the Twin Cities, what you have is you have the Gophers, and then you have the Wild, and then you have the Timberwolves, and then you have the the Vikings, obviously, who have let down people every year of their existence. Mash on you, Vikings fans. But you literally have teams and teams and teams. Nebraska, you know, when they make fun of us for saying, well, that's the only thing to do, well, they're kind of fucking right. That is the only yeah. thing to do. You know what I mean? Can we say, yeah, we love volleyball, yeah, but the unfortunate thing about volleyball is it doesn't feed the male ego. And we need a team that's good to feed the ego of the state. And Do we have to get into one of these referendums on the ego of the state and electing a president and what Bill Jennings said upon hiring? You're just trying to make me yell at you again, aren't you, you motherfucker? No, because we've done this many times before, and it's an art, it's a stale, tired argument. I'm not saying it towards you because I like where it's going about acidic writers, which I thought you originally said Hasidic writers, and I thought, what's the fact that someone's Jewish got to do with anything? But I'm just saying, like... Wow. Okay. We, The ego of Nebraska needs to be fed, and that's why it's too big to fail. It is too big to fail. This week, Florida State fired Willie Taggart. Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, if you look at, I mean, is your record side by side? He had a better record than Scott Frost up to this point. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, that... I feel better about my life now. Right. Thanks, Greg, you fuck. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not saying that that should be, you know, like a, a sign of things to come. Uh, because I don't think that's happening anytime soon, but it makes you wonder if there was something else behind the scenes rather than just performance on the field that caused uh, you know Florida State to make a change. No, they made a change because they kept losing their games in the same way all the time. 
Well, hell, if in that yeah, that's, that's no lie right there. That is. I mean, Florida State. You have to realize that Florida State. Let's just take one piece of them and say that Florida State has, in terms of recruiting, one of the best offensive lines in the nation, and they they can't block. They can't run a game. They can't run their offense. Uh, they they had poor offensive line recruiting the last few years of Rick Trickett before Jimbo Fisher left for A and M. Now they're but that lack of hitting on you know their targets and then the lack of development's really starting to show. So what you're saying is they're experiencing a lot of things down in Tallahassee that we're experiencing in Lincoln. It's I don't not, think so. it's not all that much different. It really isn't. I mean, Jimbo Fisher won a national championship, but things were beginning to erode, you know, going back to the Jameis Winston saga of the season in 2014. And then, you know, Jimbo leaves for A&M, Willie Tiger gets hired, and it just continues to erode even further. The difference is Willie Taggart never was impressive anywhere quite like Scott Frost was at UCF. I thought Willie Taggart was a really good coach. Well, he did some decent things at Western Kentucky. Right. He was at USF for a few years. Then he was at Oregon for one year, then bounced to Florida State. I mean, I'm not saying Willie Taggart's a total bum. I think he's a decent football coach. But that Florida State situation, I mean, it's Nebraska's on par with it. I mean, it's the foundation's pretty rotten. God, where do we go from here? That's what I want to know. The obstacle's the way. You just got to keep going through it. I mean, I don't, I, think it, I don't really want to be one of those people who goes, well, it took Tom 22 years, 21 years to win a championship. I don't care for when people invoke that logic into the conversation about coaching hires and fires. But at the same time, Right now is a good time to exercise a whole lot of patience and let at least five out of the seven years on Scott Frost's contract play out. I want to. I'm going to say two things. I'm going to say two things. I'm going to go back to a biblical reference. Ooh, another one. Yes, and uh, I'm going to reference Christ, Jesus Christ, when he came back to his hometown. Yep, I get, I get that. And Jesus Christ came back to his hometown and they said, you cannot be the savior of God. We saw you as a small child. You cannot be possibly this person you claim to be. And they dismissed him. And I always think of that as, you know, kind of a Yeah, you, like, like says, you can't preach you in your can't. hometown type of thing. What? Like you can't preach in your hometown. You know, like nobody right. takes you because serious because they've known you for so your long. Hometown, but you can't go back to the familiar and be accepted. You could, will never be able to do that. And I always wondered, you know, is it really smart for you to come home and coach? But that's a we have a whole off season. We can go into Nietzsche and uh, Isaac Newton or some goddamn thing. I had another thing to say, and I forgot it because I'm old and demand. It's actually, John, that's a that's an interesting point to consider. Oh, well, go. I I need another beer. Well, I think, you know, no, I'm not going to have one. I almost decided to have one. You know what the nice thing is, is that uh, basketball season starts this week. Oh, basketball is not a sport. 
It's not a sport. It's not a sport until the Super Bowl's over. Oh my god. I uh Greg, can you take a break? Can I take a break? Oh, you mean for the show? Fine. Yeah, I'll take a break. We'll uh come back, probably talk more about Blue Chew and uh, giving your gimmick the hot tag, as they say. And uh more. I've I've got questions. And we'll get to those questions when the Five Heart Podcast returns here on Coordination Radio. Welcome back to the Five Heart Podcast. Greg Mahochko here, as well as uh, my co-hosts. We have Hoss Reuter, John Dam Johnston. We are the tripod of Nebraska Cornhusker Podcast. And I've got a question for you guys because less than 24 months ago, Scott Frost was brought in heralded, you know, united the fan base. Everybody was, you know, whether you were on, you know, well, Mike Riley's a nice guy or Mike Riley needs to get the hell out of town, everybody was on board the Scott Frost train. Fast forward, not even two full years, and, man, it did not take long. And I know, Haas, you mentioned this before we went to timeout, but, you know, about patience. And I think we... We're getting to the point where we're beating that, you know, drum a little too much or beating that horse to death, but it did not take long for Husker fans, not all of them, but certainly the vocal minority and the less rational ones to, you know, start calling for Frost's head, for Frost's job. And uh, I don't know, I just want want your guys' take on it because he, he was heralded as the great uniter and and here we are the second coming yeah and, if and, we're gonna stay with biblical <laughs> shit come on man but he's he, the second coming that's fine but you can call, call it what you want but here we are less than two years later and we're right back where we were as far as the split fan base i i don't think it's quite as split as it seems like no. it is I, I think it's just a case of people are running out of patience for watching their favorite team lose if we are having, you know, you're going four and eight. Basically, what I'm going to say is if we would have gone four and eight a lot sooner in this wandering through the desert to keep it on the biblical brand that Nebraska football's gone on, we wouldn't have this fractured fan base. But people are impatient. People are tired of losing. And, I, I you know, I am too. But what else are we going to do at this point but just – keep persevering through the rebuild stage. Make no mistake, this was the rebuild of all rebuilds for Nebraska football. Reboot it, start from absolute zero. But because Scott Frost is associated with the traditional Nebraska way, because the season that he had at UCF, people thought he was going to walk in here and just wave a magic wand. We all saw how bad we were at the end of the Riley era when Minnesota, Penn State, and Iowa all scored 50 points or more on us in the last three games. That doesn't that doesn't change very quickly. Now, should this team be playing better than it is right now? Hell yes. Absolutely it should be. But it's not. And at some point, you have to accept the fact that this wasn't putting in granite countertops. This was tearing the tearing the house down to the very foundation and repouring it building back up and it sucks and it makes for some pretty miserable Saturdays 
Kind of like, kind of like the house. Of kind of like the moving. house of Job when his entire house was blown down and it killed it, his entire family. Maybe not that extreme, but I like <laughs> the reference of being on brand with our themes of the show. I guess. I don't know how he got here. Who started? No, I mean, it's just, it's absurd that, one, we should be playing better. You could make a case that we should be 7-2 and two right now. But it's also very absurd how people just thought that we were all of a sudden going to be fully operational right out of the gate. I mean, I know people who were talking about winning the West last year in 2018 and 2019 being a college football playoff year. It's that kind of delusion, those kind of expectations that make it a little bit more miserable than if you live grounded in reality about your favorite team. And that sucks because part of being a fan is having expectations. You want to see those expectations you have for your team validated by their on-field or on-court performance. But we're not there. And we can complain about it and we can talk about it on podcasts, message boards, Twitter, face-to-face. But the only thing that's going to fix it is maybe some staff changes to the assistants, um, keep recruiting, and time. John? Yeah, I don't – listen, for people to listen to our podcast, and I appreciate you. I really do. I love you. I love – you know, I, I, I have to say this. <clears throat> this is not fun running a large Nebraska website at this time because it gets – it gets really frustrating because I want to stay positive in my life and I want to stay like not being angry about things all the time. But I I don't know what to say other than this basketball season. And we hired a, we hired a mercenary to coach our basketball team and he, he better deliver that motherfucker. <laughs> now, John, it seems but, like you're putting the same type of uh, expectations and pressure on the head basketball coach as you are the head football coach. I'm not. I am just gonna. I don't even. You know what? I think we have a really good set of basketball writers. And here's the thing that I know about basketball: not a fucking thing. That's what I know. I know that I have. I think a really good set of basketball writers that are going to provide you guys that want to provide listen to basketball stuff because you're you're hoping for something better. Um, I think we have a good staff in place. As in terms of me, I'm a dipshit when it comes to basketball. I look at it and I go shoot it in the hoop de hoop. You know that's it. And um, I don't know if there's anything left to say about the football team other than, um, you know, maybe we have hope. Maybe we have hope that we can make a bowl game. We're going to beat Wisconsin, and uh, we're going to beat I'd Iowa. Beat Iowa. And uh, that's how I live my life because I don't know how to go. I don't know how to go forward without. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be cynical, and I don't want to be negative. And it's really hard when you look at a website you run and and you say, "Is this all lost?" I don't think it's all lost, but I'm a dumbass too, and I think you all know that. People that listen to this understand that I could be the dumbest shit alive. 
when it comes to Nebraska football. We're all dumb shits. No, Haas, I said I was the dumbest shit alive. You don't get to just jump on my back, you fucker. Hey, we're all in this together. Kind of like... I'm going to play a clip for you guys. I think it's on point with uh, with what John's saying. This is from uh, a movie, a, a recognizable, fantastic movie I think we'll all appreciate. Remember, Red. Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. Mm-hmm. And no good thing ever dies. So there you go. Hope all I heard good. was hump. No, not hump. Hope. Oh, that's different. Hope is a good thing, perhaps the best of things, and no good thing ever dies. Shawshank Redemption, Andy Dufresne. Oh. Now we're going to be sued, you fucking bastard. It was a 10-second clip. I've I've done worse. (laughs) Well, I think we can end it here for the week. We could. No, but don't we have a... Oh, God, it's a bye week. I want to... Since uh, uh, John mentioned basketball and since uh, some of our wise-ass basketball writers have taken over the Slack channel and and renamed uh, the Slack channel saying something like we are a a basketball school or a basketball state or something now. That irrationally pisses me off. (laughs) Oh, my God. Why? Because I'm a football guy, John. It's okay. It's okay. I want Basketball's to... not a sport until after the Super Bowl. Okay. I want to turn our listeners' attention, if they haven't uh, seen it, and John, I don't even know if you've seen it. I haven't talked to you about it. Haas, I know you won't watch it. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but, of course, a couple months ago, the men's basketball team did go to Italy, and the Big Ten Network was there following along and, and uh, you know documenting the eight- or ten-day trip that they had, uh, and they put it on, it was, uh, on my, according to my DVR, holy cow, you, you okay over there? Who are you talking to? I don't know, whoever was, just got bludgeoned by a baseball bat. No, I, I don't know what you heard. I heard, like, a couple of thumps, like, thump, thump, anyway. Um, oh, it's my phone. No, oh, okay. Maybe John's turning on Law and Order in the background. Don't <laughs> No, I was thinking we haven't sang for a while, so we should oh, sing. Oh, gosh. Well, let me... Sing us song. <laughs> Greg just... See like, what you gonna, did? I was going to wait and let you finish. But, uh... <laughs> uh he's talking to Davey. If I had he's a boat, in the I'd Navy. go out on the ocean, and if I had a pony, I'd ride him on my boat. Uh, we could all together go out on the ocean, me upon my pony on my boat. One day he said, kiss my ass, I bought a boat, I'm going out to sea. Right, that's a damn good song. Oh, I love I love it, man. It's not very <laughs> biblical. Uh, nobody has that song, Church. I haven't heard that one. Oh, you know, it's like the... Uh, we got some beans and some good cornbread, so listen to what the preacher says. So anyway, we're just uh, going there, Greg. And anyway, if if you have a chance to uh, flip through your uh, on demand, if you have it, Big Ten Network, and uh, and go and watch 
uh, the hour and a half or so uh, documentary or, or, or follow along of, of the men's basketball team in Italy, I found to be a really uh, just an enjoyable watch. And because of that, I now know some of our players' names. So that's helpful. Hey. Him, Mac. What was, was that a dying squirrel? No, that was that was our guard. The the one guy that actually is uh, is going uh, to be one of the best players in the nation for us. John, are you picking us to go to the Sweet Sixteen in your bracket or something? No, I'm just I picked us 14th. Nobody can pick us to be good, but it's going to be fun. I think this basketball team. I think that that we could have an entire conversation about. Looking at our basketball team with no expectations whatsoever and and looking at it and saying, can we just fucking enjoy it sport? Can we just look at it and go, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be fun or maybe not. I don't know. You know what? You've convinced me. I'm going to take your advice and I'm going to start following Nebraska basketball before football season's over. Yes. I want to have fun. I want to live free and easy with no pretenses, no dogma, no expectations. Hostage thinking. He, you know what that is? That is life. That that's living, man. L-I-V-I-N. About, that's what life should be about. It shouldn't be about what the hell. I wanted to do this stuff, and I wanted to be successful, and I wanted to have a big, giant house and shit. Just sometimes... You know, all it's about, hosses, the friends we made along the way. Here, here. <laughs> I love it. Hosses, dilly, dilly. Hosses, oh, God dang. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> Hoss is going to be watching Nebraska ball this year with house money because he, yeah. he, he, no, no real investment until February. It's going to be the and then, You know what? They'll probably break my heart. Our only returning scorer is the guy named Thor Thorben Yarnson. Yeah. yeah, whatever. It's like the Swedish chef thing. Okay, I will say this. Last year in the Big Ten tournament, those couple games that we won, that was some of the most fun I've ever had watching Nebraska basketball. And first of all, he's not Swedish. He's from Iceland, okay? <laughs> Did I say Swedish? You said the yes, Swedish chef. Yeah. I said Swedish chef, but I said Iceland. Yeah. Subject to yeah, approval right. by the committee. We, we, we'll, we'll leave it up to uh, the judges on playback. Um, no, anyway, I'm excited because if things continue to trend in the similar fashion that they are for Nebraska football, we can become the number one Nebraska ball podcast on Coronation by uh, January going to be fantastic does that mean i have to learn basketball x's and o's no no okay, good you don't even I, have to no, learn i don't put, I, the, I ball, know put the ball in the hoop and uh, actually that you know what that's going to be really enjoyable watching a sport without much tactical uh, know-how see it's going to be fantastic <laughs> There's a beauty in being completely ignorant about what's going on in the world. You just, you know, I'm 57. I take dick pills. Sometimes I look at life and I just go, I don't know what the fuck this is. Ah. Hey, John, 
quick question. But then, you, then you get into arguments about scheme and guys knowing how to do their job or not. Yeah, with you fuckers. But yeah. I don't do that in my real life. When I'm in my real life, you know what? I, I'll tell did you. Were you going to keep that recording part on the uh, the half there? No, no. The part about going to see Joker? Yeah. No, I'm going to cut that. Okay, well, then I'm going to tell people. Listen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if you don't want to rehash it, I can keep it. It's okay. No, I'm going to – I want to tell people this. Uh, this Last week, my wife and I celebrated our 30th anniversary. The idea that anybody would spend 30 years of marriage with me is amazing because, I mean, it's me. You listen to me on this podcast if you download it. I mean, 30 years with me, gee, that's, that's a struggle. I think it's a struggle. I wouldn't spend 30 years with me, but she did. And uh, for our anniversary part, uh, we went to Joker, which I'm not going to go into. We went into a little bit that you didn't get recording and me screaming about Joker. But um, I mean, they're going to get it now. Oh, they are. I'm going to put it at the end, but yeah, you're going to leave that in there. Yeah, say say what you want to say. I'll, I'll I'm going to put it in like a after like an end end credits scene. It'll be after the end of the show. I'll I'll I'll, I'll put it back in. It's okay. Say what I, you, say I, what you're going to say, John. Damn it. I I I just wanted to point out that my wife has stayed with me for 30 years. Well, she's a damn saint. She is. She's a beautiful woman. I take dick pills. <laughs> okay, That's terrible. Look, can, I'm a horrible person. Can I ask a She's question? She's very modest. Can By I, the way, my wife is extremely modest. So, can I, can I ask a question, John? Mm-hmm. Were you taking blue chew before, or after I started talking about blue chew on the show? Uh, well, I died, Greg. Oh, I we we've established that, but but were you were you taking the bedroom enhancements, the performance enhancements, if you will? Uh, like after I started talking about it, or or was it before? I think I asked for them after I died. Well, I, yeah, you 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 joined the show after you died. I'm so confused. When, with, without me getting too personal, like was it me talking about the blue chew? No, no. Okay, no. I didn't know no. if you. I didn't I, know if you were getting on I, the blue chew I, train I based on my, my doctor, I said. You know, I'd like, let's try this. I don't know what this is about. And I'll tell you what, you know, for guys that feel like they're like less of a man about this stuff, listen, I'm 57 years old. If you want to feel like you're 35 again, just go get the fucking pills and get it over with. I mean, my God, it's not, it's not like you're just, don't feel bad about yourself about it. You know, I've already been dead. I'm a fucked up person. It's okay. You know, all of us, when we go through life, again, maybe we'll go back to the biblical thing and I'll come up with something to say about that. But... <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get that train back. <laughs> we're, just, we're just burying ourselves here. We should just go on. Hi, how are you guys doing? How's your night going? I think it's time to call it a show. Yeah, pretty we, much. We we have done such a great job of ta- of not talking about the Purdue game that we've made yeah. numerous biblical references. We talked and about Dick. the Joker 
and we've pills. learned that we it, literally have stuck in dick pills and <laughs> biblical references right into the same thing. So, with my mom said, would be so proud of me. It's uh okay. One, that's kind of weird. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cram the two together by saying that with the help of Bluetooth, may or may not be anyway. With the help of John's magic blue pill, uh, Jesus wasn't the only one carrying wood. Hey oh, oh my God! Good I feel like I need to shower. All right, everybody, that's the five hour podcast this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh God! <laughs> We're all going to I, hell now. We're I don't just, even know. That's it. There's no redemption. <laughs> I'm basically just guilty by association because of you two. Yeah. Uh, um, Can we sing a song? Maybe we need to go out singing a song. I, I think it needs to be a hymn if we're going to have any uh, uh, chance for grace. Hoss, <sighs> sing a hymn. <laughs> um. Here, it's terrible. I'm a horrible human being. Yeah, it's still a confession. I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this. The fourth, the fifth, the minor fall and the major lift. The baffled king composing. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right, let's do it. That wasn't, I, I think that was amazing. Thank you. I, yeah, it was, I, I've, I always, like I've always been told I was not an awful singer, so. Uh, this is the Five Heart Podcast. By God, if you've made it through this long on the bye week with uh, this Myriad of topics. Uh, you also are nominated for sainthood, just like uh, Mrs. John's wife. And uh, so let's get the hell out of here. Uh, my name is Greg Mahachko, Hoss Reuter, John Dam Johnston. We remind you this week and every week that five heart is all the hearts you need. John? Go Big Red! Please win two more damn games. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. How's us? Not too bad. I I don't know if you can tell, but I really have no interest in talking about this game again. I'm still so fucking pissed off about it. Yeah, it, it, I, you know, I know it shouldn't, but it kind of ruined the rest of my day. I went to Joker last week. I was going to on Saturday. And John, how was it seeing yourself on screen? <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. I was like, oh, that I go too far. No, it's it's uh, I I will say this that the whole movie is just incredible. It's amazing. And I thought it would disturb me a lot more than it did because, you know, I'm already kind of imbalanced. I don't know if you can tell that. No. <laughs> but it's worth going to see. Oh, God. It's, you know, my my wife and I, uh, 
we're married 30 years on uh, October 28th, and uh, I, it's amazing that anybody would spend 30 years with me. Uh, the woman really is a saint, and she said, let's go to Joker. And I thought, wow, that's amazing because you normally wouldn't go to those types of movies. But we went to it and it was just, oh my God. Uh, we went to a, we went to a store afterwards where she goes, you know, we spent the day shopping, which I don't do a lot, but she wanted me to go. Um, we went into the store afterwards where, you know, I found some hot sauce and, uh, well, that's what you're calling it, huh? The woman, the woman uh, looked at me and she goes, "Well, did you like the movie?" And I thought, "Like is not the right word for this." <laughs> Am I glad that I saw? Yes. Like, maybe not. Does it have? Uh, would you would you say like a, a strong like social commentary or? Uh, you know any any what about social boobs? relevance? I think they the the character that Joaquin is that how do you pronounce that Joaquin Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix creates is just unbelievably amazing in how deep it is and I'll, I you know when I had this conversation with some kids that came over to my house Sunday because nobody comes over to my house anymore. But here's the thing. I want you to think about this. When you look at like the character that is the Joker in that movie and you realize the depth at which that character was developed and we're taken from that character and we're, we're shown how he turns into this person they, you know, whether we like him or not, it, it's who, what I said earlier in this podcast, where God wants you to be versus where you are. Apparently, Joker figured out where he wanted to be versus God. And the thing about that is, is when you look at that depth, that amazing writing and that depth, and then you take it and you look at, like, I don't know, Star Wars, and you say... Who is Qui-Gon Jinn? He's the most boring motherfucker ever created as a character. 